Hey everybody, welcome back to Love Without Labels podcast. Today, uh, Josh and I are together again. Josh, how you doing? Doing good, doing real good. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Doing real good. Uh, today we're going to talk about how do we accept people who are different than we are. Yeah, yeah, the big topic. It's it's a big issue in our world. Acceptance, I think, is the reason we're lacking in so many things because we, we struggle accepting people that have differences, whether that's cultural, religious, race, gender, anything. Even the people, different sports team fans. Like everything that we have differences against, we, we tend to struggle to accept those people. Yeah, big time. Causes a lot of, of conflict and division today. But, you know, if, if we think about being different for just a minute... You know, it makes sense that we would all be different because no two of us are exactly alike. You know, we have different personalities. We have different genetic makeup. No DNA is the same. And we have different fingerprints, just to name a few. Yeah, there's a million things that are different. But the one thing that everybody knows is true, I feel like we just neglected, is everyone is different. Even if you hold some similarities, you still have some differences. Yeah. So, you know, here's the $64,000 question is when we see that everybody was made to be different. So why is it then we revert and we want everybody to be and think and act like we do? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is the question. And I, I think we would be able to find the answer to the question. I think the big answer for me, what I see is it's insecurities in people. You have insecurities and the way to mask those is for people to be like you, which means holding the same insecurities so you're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when we talk about insecurities, I think that if we if we start walking down that road of why do we want that? And, and you know, first, before we even go there, it doesn't make any sense. You know, this this would be a dilemma that we would see for the world to think about. So we're all made different. Mm-hmm. So is it more likely that we're made different because we need to be able to accept those differences and learn how to get along and work with each other? Mm-hmm. Or would it be more likely that we're all made different because somehow we're supposed to conform and all be alike? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, when you word it like that, it's obvious what the answer is, and it should be obvious just in the way it works out in life. The people that are different than you often contrast your weaknesses and make everybody stronger around them. If you have a group of friends that is a hundred percent like you, well, you're going to go nowhere. If you have a group of friends with different thoughts about different things and different physical and mental characteristics, well, you're going to grow because you see these differences. That's a great point. And, and then when we stop to think about every generation, right? Generation after generation after generation. And you think about the world. Mm-hmm. We've got these generations that have passed down cultural backgrounds. They've passed down family belief systems, you know, that be, make up who we are today. Mm-hmm. But when you put that in the world, how many people is that, that this has happened with, yeah. right? And how many, even just for your own family, how many different sets of parents in different circumstances has it traveled through to get to you? Exactly. 
And so why would we think that our own family values or culture or belief systems are right for everyone when there's billions of people on this planet that have gone through the same thing with a different set of values and cultures and beliefs. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the differences in the world are huge, but even in your family, what you just said, like your upbringing, you right. is a lot different than mine. Like, right. And you are my dad and your dad is my grandpa who exactly. have influenced me my whole life, but mine is a lot different than yours. And that's like as close knit as you can get. Me and my brother, Caleb's, we're completely different. Right. And we have completely different views on things. And we were raised, I guess you could say, very similarly. Right. Yeah, which is a great point. So not only do we have all the different families, but inside these families, yeah. you have all the differences of siblings and that, yeah. that just are totally different themselves. And then even further than that, the craziest thing is you have differences inside yourself. You... Throughout your life, you'll contemplate what you think is right and wrong, and that will change as you go through life. So yeah. you go from the world to your friend group to your family to you yourself. Do I think this is right or wrong? Well, you are just showing two different feelings towards something. Now you'll get to one eventually, maybe, but it's still that difference within your own self. Yeah, and, and you know, I think the point that we want to draw to this is... <coughs> no matter how closely tied we think we are to a particular group, mm -hmm. there's still a multitude of differences mm -hmm. between us. Yeah. You know, no matter how closely tied we yeah. think we are. For sure. And so when you think about today and you think about division and conflict, you know, almost every time you, you look at something today, you see one group and some type of a division or conflict over another mm -hmm. group. Yeah, you know? singling out another group. And it's usually... I'm almost always based around just simple differences. It is. And it's, uh, yeah. And, and it comes down to one group thinks that their way is the right way. Mm -hmm. And the other group's way is the wrong way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you get all this division that that happens. Yeah. And it's, and it's unneeded because we should know that there really is no right way to most things. Right. And... Once you can accept that, you'll realize that it's just your self-serving biases that you're trying to push onto another group. Yeah. Multiple ways to get to the same end. You know, yeah. there's more than one way to solve a problem. We know all these yeah. things, you know? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, sometimes when we think our way is the right way and their their way is the wrong way, then we think we're better uh -huh. than that other group. And that's a, a big reason why there is so much group division is because it's... Who can be the best group, whether it's the best religion, the best race, the best gender, the best whatever. There's right. so many. Those are the controversial ones. There's obviously a bunch of smaller ones, but it's all about there's there's the best. And I don't know who determines <laughs> the best, but it's definitely not anybody on the earth. So <laughs> exactly. Well, you just made a great point is is mine's the best. And now we come back to billions of people on the planet, yeah. right? So, if we're supposed to conform to the best, how do we choose who's the best? Exactly. Right? There is no way to choose. There's no way the to best. choose because yeah. someone in 
China is going to think their way's the best. Mm-hmm. Someone in Russia is going to think their way's the best. Somebody in the United States is going to think their way's the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's all different. And, and uh-huh. again, and a, a lot of this, the crazy thing is, we try to compare those, but they're different life perspectives. The way of life in China and Russia is different than the United States. Is different than Kazakhstan and Nigeria. Way of lives change different ways of thinking, but that doesn't mean any of them are wrong. They're right for their circumstances. Right. I want to go back to something you said earlier uh, to talk about for a minute because we talked about why do we have this need and you talked about insecurities. And I think when we talk about insecurities, there's three things that we can talk about and highlight out of that. Mm -hmm. And first would be ego. Yeah. You know, when we talk about the definition of ego, ego is a sense of, a sense of somebody's self-importance or a sense of somebody's self-esteem mm-hmm. right yeah so now when we talk about we need people to think and act and be like we are it makes sense because it gives us a better feeling about ourselves yeah and you want to fulfill the sense you have if your sense is low then you're going to want to build that by pointing out the ways you are better to build your sense of ego higher <laughs> exactly the funny part about that is Nowhere in there does it say the reality of, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the sense of. Uh-huh. So it's all in you. Nobody else gives a shit. It's all right. in you. So. It's just all you. Yeah. So it, it makes sense why we'd be that way, but it, it's, it's not reality-based. It's just our perception of how we feel about ourselves, Yeah. right? So knowing that, we would, we would be well-served to keep our ego in check. Mm-hmm. I think if we could all get in our heads, what really does make us important is how we can contribute to adding peace and love to the world. That's really what makes us Well, that's what leads to success in life. I know I've told you this, but I think it's a really cool story, and I think it has a lot of meaning to it. The businessman, Cushing is his name, the Chinese businessman, who spent his entire career in every business venture he got into, he wanted to try to make whoever his partner was in the situation more money than he made himself. That was his goal. He is now one of the richest men in China because of this, because everybody wanted to work with him. They were all making more, but you worked with him once, and then it was on to the next guy. He was the one that was in every single project. And so you give up some, but you make... You make so much more in the long run, and that's how it is with life, with love, with all these things. The more you can give to others, the better off you're going to be, Whether and that's not forcing yourself to be better off. That's just the universe uh, right. letting you be better off. Right. Simple simple thought of just do unto others as you'd want them to do to you. Yeah. Pretty simple. Thought. Yeah. Kind of the golden rule. Uh-huh. Kind of thing, yeah, you know? golden rule, selfless, all yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, even past ego, so we, we've talked about ego, that's one of the things we struggle with, why it's hard for us to accept people who are different than we are, we need to get over ourselves. The other issue we run into is fear. Because, you know, uh, even though most of us don't want to admit that we're f- afraid, you know, that's hard for people to do, We most people have a tendency to be afraid of or have a fear of what they don't know or what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so here again, if we're locked in to our way's the right way, we have this singular way of thinking, we don't entertain anything else, everything that's different than us is going to be foreign to us. We won't know it. 
we won't yeah. understand it. Yeah. And so we need people to be like us or we're afraid of what that offers. Uh-huh. And the hard thing with fear and overcoming fear is you have to be really aware of media because media sparks fear in everyone that is unnecessary fear. And so you have to be aware when because your media and your town and your state is talking to you, not to the world, and their views of another part of the world might be very different. So you have to be a little careful when watching media because it'll spark fear that isn't needed, and then that leads to the issues of fear, which is you're you're completely pushing away everybody else's thoughts because they're scary to you. Right. You know, there's in talking about fear, there's something that would be really important for us to do to overcome this. So if we have the fear of the unknown, then the answer to resolving that fear is to get to know someone. Yeah. And so it, it, it puts it upon ourselves that we're going to need to get to know people who are different mm-hmm. than we are. Mm-hmm. You know, this takes it out of the macro, I've got this fear of this group, and it puts it into the micro of, well, now I have an individual personal relationship with this person who's different than I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think most of us will find out when we take the time to do that, we actually find out that we don't have all that many differences anyway. Yeah. You we're know? all very similar. We're very similar. And the differences that we do have, we're, we realize we're actually closer to each other than we think we are, even with those differences that we have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the, the third element we want to talk about, we've got ego, we've got fear. The third element is comfort and change. What do you think about comfort zone? Comfort zones are, there's a Winston Churchill quote that I like a lot. I saw it on, I think it was Caleb, my brother's graduation card, but it was step outside your comfort zone because that's where life truly begins. And everybody spends every moment of their life in their comfort zone because there are no differences. Everything in your comfort zone you're comfortable with. It's what you're used to. So the differences that are there, you're used to them. And it can be a huge trap because if you hold yourself within a comfort zone, it goes back to having a comfort zone can create fear because having that comfort zone is about everything that you know and you're comfortable with. So everything outside of that is bad and different. And you can't learn inside your comfort zone, which goes back to what you said the solution is for fear is you have to put yourself in those situations to learn and to really find out for yourself. But if you stay in your comfort zone, you can't do that. Yeah. It's... Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, in the comfort zone thought, and I think you pointed this out to me uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about something, but when you're a kid, you have this thirst, right? You're hungry. You you want to learn and you want to experience new things. And so you're always pushing yourself outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. to learn things. Then you become an adult and it's like you think you've arrived, mm-hmm. right? And so... Now we want to stay inside our comfort zone mm-hmm. and and do the things that are familiar and comfortable to us. When what that means for us, we're going to experience the same thing in the same way with the same people, and life is going to get pretty monotonous. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Whereas if we embrace change, and if we think about change for a minute, for all of us the change we've gone through in our lives, even though the change may not have been comfortable for us, it always 
helped us. There was a growing element to our it change. It shaped us. Who we are today is all because of the changes we've had in life. If we didn't have any changes, then we would still be infants, you know? Absolutely. So we've embraced the change, and you embrace so much change as a young kid, and then you reach some point. At that point's different for everybody, but you get there, and you're there. And it's like you said, you feel like you've arrived. You quit changing, and we know what this looks like. You can see it all over the United States, which is just what we're familiar with. But you can see the people who resist change. And they're the people who are very close-minded to progressive issues. And a bunch. Of, there's a lot of telltale signs for that. Absolutely. And, and the thing with change is when we will embrace change, we open ourselves up new experiences, mm-hmm. new opportunities, new relationships and new things to learn and you can change new with great because most of those things will be great once you learn something new if you immerse yourself in a new culture it's going to be great like and yes there's the chance it's not great yeah whatever but more often than not you're going to learn so much and have a new relationship and building relationships is so fun that's why we spend from when we're in elementary school to marriage dating everybody we date and yeah there's a reason we do that and it's because relationships are fun there's a reason we have friends because relationships are fun but when you stay inside your comfort zone you resist change you give that up yeah and it's scary how as you get older you forget and you decide oh no change bad nope i won't do that <laughs> nope nope like as a kid you don't have those thoughts. And yeah. I don't, I guess that has to be what society teaches you. I, I don't know what else it would be. Cause as a kid, you're out there and going after it. And then you reach this stage and it's just over. Yeah. I don't know what, that I does. don't know what that is either. That'd be an interesting topic for us to look at sometime. Yeah. It's... And if you guys have any thoughts on what that is, what it is in your life that changes you to ball up, to turn into a turtle and hop in your shell and, Comment that. Let us know what you think, because that's that's an interesting topic in and of itself. It really is. And, and when we, the thing about change, I think something that happens to us as an adult, because we're talking about new experiences and new learning. All of a sudden, we think we can't learn from anybody else anymore. We can teach somebody else something, but we can't learn anymore. Yeah. So. We flip out of that aspect of being a kid where we're thirsty and we always want to learn, which is a facade on our part because we can learn our entire life. Not only can, should learn our entire life. And you can learn from absolutely anyone. And if you think you have superiority, which comes back to the differences, differences in age means someone, there's all the talk about how, oh, millennials, 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 this, this. you raised them. So right. they, they are your product and you, it's... You can either look at it as a negative or you can look at it as a way to grow. Times are different. Everything in the world is different. So maybe the way they're living now is how I would in the same situation. What can I learn to develop myself? Right. Same thing with your kids. Your kids teach you stuff. That's why parenting each kid, I'm not a parent, but I've heard this from parents. It's different. You, you're really like concerned for the first kid and then the next one, it's like, oh, whatever, they're playing with a drill. Who cares, you know? <laughs> so, but that is change and that is accepting it and learning from one, which is an infant, and changing your life because of that. Absolutely. Oh, a great example is just what we're doing today. If it was up to me and set up the social media and do the podcast and all this stuff, I'd still be back at square one. But you had to help teach me how to do this. Well, and since right? you've learned it, 
social media isn't just something that's work now for you. It's something where you can encompass a whole lot of different aspects of your life in because it's a pretty cool thing. Most, Absolutely. And a lot of old people don't know how to use it. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about kids for a minute because I think when we talk about being able to accept people that are different than we are and talk about learning from anybody, mm-hmm. we could learn from little kids because little kids they'll play and interact with each other with anybody there there is no political affiliation there is no religious preference there is no sexual orientation there is no racial bias they mm-hmm. just hang out and play together yeah you don't they don't see those things so you reach an age yes where they do once you hit Later elementary school and middle school, those things do come to fruition. But when we're talking about little kids, you're exactly right. And I think another thing that I don't even know if you meant to do, but every one of these major points from ego to fear to comfort zone and change, a kid epitomizes it. They're the complete opposite. They don't care about any of those things on top of, which is probably why they don't see all of these differences and address all these differences because they don't have any ego, any fear, or any comfort zone. They're building all those things. So everything is fair game and everything is good. That's a great point. You know, it's uh, as we become adults, I don't know what happens to us, but it gets harder and harder to interact with people who are different than we are without labeling because labels are a huge thing nowadays. Labels are massive. Labels are... There, it's a hard topic because a lot of people would say, "Oh, they're necessary," but at the end of the day, are they necessary? It's it's a huge topic. It's gonna definitely be a future podcast that will talk completely about labels. That'll come out in the next few weeks. So if you're interested in the labeling of individuals and of categories of people and how that is really affecting our world, then. Be sure to look out for that coming soon. Yeah, that'll be good. You know, the thing about labels is, well, to touch briefly before we get into that, like Josh said, but labels usually carry with them a negative connotation. Uh And the thing about labels is, you know, for the biases that we have when we label people, many times it doesn't even allow us to open our minds. You know, when we talk about overcoming our ego or overcoming our fears or getting out of our comfort zone. So many times when we have these biases for these labels, we can't even open our mind to accept somebody else because of the bias we have for that particular label. Yeah. You yeah, know? That's a good point. It's huge. I I need to stop for a minute. I want to talk just to tell a brief story. You're familiar with this, Josh, but I don't want us to talk about things we act like we don't know what we're talking about because... In some fashion, all of us are guilty of this, you know, and I'm speaking from experience when I used to say, uh, I used to think my way was the right way and other people's way was the wrong way. And you needed to to think like me for me to be able to accept you or I was going to try to convince you otherwise, right? And I, at some point, had to get outside my comfort zone and overcome my ego and my fears and and deal with this process and the way that happened was with one of your Mm brother-in-laws one of my son-in-laws because it came to light that he brought a thought process that was totally different than what the belief system was that i held and so 
initially I asked him if he could send me some information to read so that I could get up to speed on what he was looking at and then we could have a discussion to talk about what was going on. And, you know, I, I think that sounds good, but my motives weren't right, you know, because I thought that if I could understand where he was from, we could talk about it, I could convince him to come back over to my way of thinking. But fortunately, uh, somehow, even with these bad intentions, I was able to open my mind and actually try to understand these thoughts that he had that were different than mine. And you know, it was amazing when that happened. When I allowed myself to do that, open my mind, I actually saw that some of the thoughts he had made some sense. And what changed for us is even though we didn't agree on everything, we were able to sit down and have a conversation that was not based on him trying to change my mind or me trying to change his mind, but to understand where each other was coming from. And I just think today, this is an issue that's huge for us. People that are different than we are, we don't have conversations to try to understand. What we see today is political group versus political group trying to convince each other the other one's right. Religion versus religion. Sexual orientation versus sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. All this race. Everything's trying to convince each other they're right instead of having a conversation to understand each other. Yeah. And I think with that story and with what you just said, that's the answer to the question of the title of this video. How do you accept people that are different than you are? And I think it starts with just a simple decision because we talked about the ways that you need to think about yourself. What are the things blocking your ways that ego, fear, comfort zone, all those things? Because those are important. But I think what you did is the key to success. And even if... The intentions of it weren't, your intentions were, well, let me see what he has to say and I'll figure out how I can prove him wrong. Essentially, that's the blatant way of saying it. Even if those are your intentions, you should still ask for those things back because your intentions were ill, essentially, but because you were receiving this information and you spent time looking, even if it was to figure out your own bias, you then realized, oh, wow. And then sparks conversation which it began with conversation in the first place but even putting yourself in situations if you're there's no way i'll believe that in the world well find someone who does engage in a conversation get information from them of what they believe how you believe and then i think you'll find your way to an end that is very similar i think trying to force yourself to that end without any of the conversation and without any of the interaction with someone else is impossible. Uh But if you can have a conversation, interact and do the work on your end to figure it out, then I think you will realize a lot of different things. And if you don't, that's okay. Try again and try again. But the key is conversation and it doesn't have to be led into necessarily with this huge open mind of anything's possible, but figure out what they believe, and then look it up for yourself. Well, I think that's a great point. And, you know, inside that, Josh, if you and I both have the same mind about something, mm-hmm. for us to talk about something is of no value for growth. Yeah, We're just going to banner around what we already exactly. believe. If you and I believe differently about something, for us to have a conversation, 
theoretically should have some value to it because it's going to push each other outside our comfort zone to think about things that are different than we are. And when we have, because you and I haven't agreed on every single thing ever, nobody does. But when we have had those conversations, we both grow out of it and reach a new point. Like this podcast, we're talking about stuff we agree on. It's the person who's listening, you who's listening when it matters. Uh, What are you getting from it? Do you disagree? Do you agree? But then you take everything that we've presented, you ask more questions, and then you formulate where you are. But we skip all those steps because they're work. Right. And we need to do the work. You need to do the work so you can then grow and start to see people and everything that people are composed of differently. Yeah. You know, and one of the points I think we need to talk about out of here is we need to quit telling people what they should believe, and we need to start listening to what people actually do believe. I know you've said this in prior stuff that we've done, but listening is a lost art today. Mm -hmm. Because instead of listening, most of us are trying to prepare the next point we want to make to Mm -hmm. get our side across. Yeah, with that uh, cool thing and... If I get this story slightly wrong, I'm sorry, but Nelson Mandela, so like huge, huge, inspirational, monumental person. I think that there was an interview and somebody asked him or he was talking about uh, like his leadership qualities that are good or someone asked him and he said, listening is key. And the only reason he was good at listening is because as a child, he would go around with his father who would be in these important meetings and all these things. And he would be taught just to sit there and don't do anything and just listen. And so he spent all his time listening, listening, listening. And now that's translated into, well, it did translate into one of the most monumental people and change in the world in a long time. That's a good point. You know, and when we do that, because to kind of wrap up what we're talking about today, if we have conversations with somebody else simply to prove our own point and try to convince them we're going to see what we see today, this headbutting between groups that gets nowhere. It's just arguing. So we have to have a conversation where we try to understand each other. In doing so, we're going to need to allow ourselves to open our mind to see a different thought than we have. And we're going to get back into this, overcome our ego, overcome our fear, get out of our comfort zone, and realize that changes we've gone through have been beneficial for us. Mm -hmm. And this change, too, will be beneficial for us. Yeah, it's it's all a game of can you keep changing, can you keep growing, can you keep loving and accepting other people? And when you can start yeah. doing that, it's when happiness grows, it's when relationships grow. It's a big thing in life. And it's something we need to start doing. We need to start trying to accept other people for their differences because their differences are what makes them unique. The Absolutely. differences in your relationships and your friends are what makes them unique and what makes you draw to them. And I think that's true with everyone in the world. You're not going to agree with everybody, but just because you disagree isn't grounds for hatred. And so we need to be able to accept that people will think differently and we won't agree with it. And then we also need to see do I really know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and you said a word in there, Josh, that's the key for us. You said relationships, and we have to develop relationships with people who are different than we are. Yeah. You know, that's the key to understanding a different point of view and then being able to broaden our view to understand where somebody else is coming from. 
And again, when we're able to do that, we're going to see that even though we're different, we're a lot closer than we think we are. Mm-hmm. And the differences we have probably pale in comparison to the like-mindedness that we have. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I think it's, it's grounds for big things to happen if people can start to work on it. Yeah. Guys, we, uh, we appreciate you being with us today. We look forward to being with you again. Uh, like Josh says, here in uh, not too many podcasts, we're going to come out and talk about the labeling of specific people or specific groups and uh, how damaging that can be and what we need to do to help that. Yeah, and just for you guys to know, we're going to be posting podcasts every Tuesday. So if you guys are into it, be looking out on Tuesdays. We'll get them out to you. And give us your feedback. What do you think on this topic? I mean, changing and growing, it starts right here. Like me and Mark know nothing. We know nothing. We're just talking about things that we think might help. You guys know something as well as know nothing. So let's all work together. Let's brainstorm. Let's talk to each other and let's all grow. Because at the end of the day, if just one person's growing, we're failing. Everybody needs to grow. So help us grow. We'll try to help you grow. We can't wait to see you guys till next time.